the Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, the 19th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After he had said this, Jesus went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethpage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why are you untying it, just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as it, he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. And they brought it to Jesus. After throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, If I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. so much for that really good music today. I needed that. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a question for you. Have you ever had something really good, really, really good, and something really, really bad happen in the same day? Yeah? Yeah? What does that feel like? What does that feel like? How did you feel when things were going really, really good? Yeah. Yay. Yay, right? Oh, yeah. We've all had that kind of day. A day where it's just yay. Yeah. How did you feel? Great. Great. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Now, when that bad thing happened, whatever it was, how did you feel after the bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? What happened? Can I tell you about a day that I had when I had a whole lot of fun and also not a whole lot of fun all at the same time? All right. Once I was in the backyard, I was throwing a baseball with my brothers. Do you ever throw a ball or roll a ball with someone? Yeah. So you know how that goes. If you do it carefully, everything's fine. Right? 
So we were throwing, and we were trying to see how far we could throw it. And we threw it farther and farther. Well, I was standing near the house, and the ball got a little bit past me, but it was okay. So I ran back, and I got it. Now I want to see if I could throw it right beside the house. Well, I threw it as hard as I could, but the thing is, there was a tree beside the house, and it hit the branch of the tree, and it went flying back right through the back window. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It went straight through the window. It cracked it. It broke it. it There's glass everywhere. Yeah. That's what we said. We said a little bit of yikes and a little bit of what happened. <laughs> right? Well, that's the neat thing. Ava asked if we got in trouble. I thought we were going to get in so much trouble. Now, my mom came out. She was a little bit mad. She was a little bit mad. She said, you guys should know better than that. You should stand out farther from the house when you throw in the ball. But she was also just making sure we were okay. She still loved us a whole lot, even though we just had that really, really good and really, really bad next to each other. I think today's story and everything we're going to do in church this week is the same. It was kind of fun walking around and singing today, wasn't it? And waving our palm branches, and that was kind of fun. And it celebrates a day with Jesus where everyone around him was singing, almost like they were in heaven. They were singing about everything that God was doing, and it was so cool. It was a really, really, really good day. And here in a few days, on Friday, we'll worship, and we'll center that worship, like we always do, but especially around the way that Jesus died for us. And at first, we thought that that was really kind of a bad day. But it turns out that just like when I threw that ball and went through the window, when really, really good and really, really bad are close together like that, we see God's love in both. We see God's love when there's really, really good, and we see God's love when there's really, really bad. So this week, this week, can everybody look at my nose? You look at my nose? Yeah? Right there. This week when there's really, really good in your life, thank God for that. And this week when there's really, really bad in your life, I want you to know that God is right there too and loves you just the same. All right? All right. Should we say a prayer? Okay. Let us pray. God, today we are thankful. We're thankful for your love and for your grace and for your mercy. We're thankful for those really, really good days when everything says yay. We ask, God, that you would be near to us every day, whether it's good or bad or anything in between. On the bad days, stay close to us and help us through and love us still. And on the good days, stay close to us. Laugh with us through and stay with us still. In everything, God, be near and be gentle and help us and all your people. I cry out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And there's a snack. Yay. Yay.
think they're all the same. Oh, there's some gold there. There you go. Yep, they're all the same. There you go. In the name of Jesus, amen. Today, for the first time in a while, in a while, we're celebrating Palm Sunday on its own, so to speak. Now, as I alluded to in the children's sermon, every single Sunday's worship is about the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. We never have a Sunday where the passion isn't a part of it. But for the past few years, we've typically done the Palm Sunday thing at the beginning, and the rest is the passion story, right? But I thought it'd be good to lift up this different way. Because I think that we experience the fullness of the passion when Palm Sunday and Good Friday stand just as tall as one another. And I think that the depth of this starts with a tiny little song. The tiny little song. You see, there's two couplet songs that appear in the Gospel of Luke. There's two couplet songs, and there's other songs, and they're longer, but there's two couplet songs that appear in the Gospel of Luke. One is today, and I know it's not really a song, but it's shaped the same way, so follow me. It is Hosanna. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven, right? And we sang some of that today. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. That little couplet that they sang out joyfully because of everything that God's done. And it echoes, I believe, the song, the little couplet song that the angels sing at Christmas. Glory to God in the highest and peace to God's people on earth. Now they're not identical, but they're not supposed to be. You see, when Jesus first comes to us, we don't know what this is yet. When Jesus first comes to us, we have no idea. And so heaven sings for us. Heaven sings to us. Jesus comes, and the shepherds are like, what? And so they start the song. They start singing. They start the ball rolling. And then Jesus lives and lives and lives. And before you know it, there's this moment where Jesus is coming towards Jerusalem and we start to sing like heaven. We start to sing about the same things heaven sings about. We start to sing about peace and we start to sing about glory and we start to sing about these things in heaven and on earth. And we start to sing a tiny little song just like the angels sang at the beginning of Jesus' life. And it's beautiful because I don't know about you but I need to see a moment where we get it every once in a while I need to see a moment where we're singing like heaven every once in a while I need to see a moment where it seems like this is actually possible to see the kingdom of God come near and feel like it might be immediate once in a while and there it is. 
There's no aftertext to this. This is just Jesus coming in and the people sing. Now we know what happens eventually. In the Gospel of Luke, it's kind of cool. Jesus' pattern from now until the Passover. If you read the Gospel of Luke, and I really encourage you to do so, Jesus is going to start this little commuting trip. So he's going to take up residence. Like his next moment, once he enters Jerusalem, is going to be to clear out the temple. Hey, you made it into a den of thieves and robbers. Leave. And then, every day, it says this twice in Luke, every day, he goes into the temple, and he starts teaching. And he stays there with the crowds, and they they gather around, and every day, a little more gather around. And at night, he goes back up to the Mount of Olives to rest. And then he comes back down in the morning, and he goes back up, and he comes back down, and he goes, he's got a little day job. It's so cool. Now, now, beyond kind of the regularity of this, I love the theology of this. We start to see how all of this is happening, and we sing like heaven, and God takes up residence in God's own temple in the flesh, and God dwells with the people, and there is no need to wonder what this thing is about because God is right there. We can see Jesus, and Jesus sits in the temple day after day after day and teaches his own people what it is to live, what it is to be Christ-like, because you can't help it. He's right there. Just do what he's doing, and it's beautiful. like usual, the teachings of Jesus upset folks. This time it begins with the leaders. It begins with the elder, the elders and the Pharisees and the council. It even says council. It's really hard this time of year to get someone to sign up for council. (laughs) They don't come off glowing in this text. Ours does, by the way. then it spreads. And the same people that were once singing like heaven eventually start not to sing like heaven. And they look for an opportunity to kill him and Satan enters Judas and Judas betrays Jesus and they take that opportunity and that whole group The ones in power, the ones not in power, and everyone else. They follow him to his death, and they kill him. And now we're not singing like heaven at all. But on the cross, it's like when the ball went through the window. On the cross there too, when we don't get it, when we're not singing like heaven, Christ is on the cross and says, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. There's mercy. And there's love. And there's grace. That thing that's really, really good and we don't deserve it, but it's there anyways. It's right there. next thing 
is even better. The next thing is Easter. The next thing is heaven like we've never sung it before. Palm Sunday and Good Friday need to stand equally tall because our lives are not lived in one or the other. Our lives are lived in both and they swing back and forth. There's times when I don't know about you, but I feel like I got it. I'm locked in. I'm doing this Christ type thing and I feel like things are going really, really well and it doesn't take very long for me to get over here where I feel like I'm not in step at all. I'm thinking about only me. I'm thinking about only what I want and there's nothing about Christ to how I'm living. But when I get it, Christ takes up residence in the temple of my heart and teaches me day after day. And when I don't get it, Christ hangs on the cross and says, Father, forgive him. He doesn't know what he's doing. And both, both, point me to Easter. Both point me to resurrection and both point me to grace and both point me to mercy. Both. So I want you to think, where are you in this life right now? Where are you in this weird walk of Christianity that we call discipleship right now? Are you singing like heaven? Are you nowhere near Christ? Are you somewhere in between? Wherever you are, this week, this week is about telling you that you're loved. And this week, this week is about telling you that you are forgiven and graced and mercied. This week, This week is about God taking up residence in the temple and God hanging on the cross with the same message. Father, forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. Wherever you are, Easter's next. Wherever you are, the next thing is the best thing. Right now, the next thing is the best thing. It's God giving God's self to us, breaking God's self again for us, pouring out God's self in us, filling us, no matter where we are. God be with you through the passion of Christ this week. God be with you as our hearts sing like heaven this week. God be with you no matter where you are this week. God be with you. Amen.